Well, it is time for Lawyer Up with Lisa Lanier, our official attorney of the Two Guys Named Chris show. We talk to her every week, and this week is a little different. Um, Chris Kelly starts off with a personal issue. I'll I'll let him take over. This is what it is, and I've gotten a lot of different uh, opinions on this. You tell me what I should do here. The other day, now we're moving into a new house, so I went over the other day. And I was trying to figure out exactly where my property line was because we're putting down a fence. Uh, it's called Dog Watch, and the folks that do the fence, and so it keeps the dog in, you know, mm. one of those underground fences. And I wanted to know how far the property went over, so I went over to my neighbor, and he said, oh, yeah, plenty of room. Your property goes all the way out here, so you can put it all the way to the edge. But then he said, let me point this out to you. There's a little path that goes along his driveway and my driveway. They back up to each other. And the path is an easy cut through to a street where people like to jog or walk their dogs. And it keeps you away from a busier street. So he said what happened was uh, several years ago, he asked the guy that lived in the house where, that I'm buying, do you mind if I take this path right down on your property to ride my bike to get to this street that is more desirous? And the homeowner said, no, go ahead. So he did it. And then little by little, everybody in the neighborhood has started doing it without asking permission. They just do it. once you see a path. You just go. It's a path. Well, it's on it's on this guy's property and my property. And he says, you know, I get tired of people coming up my driveway. They work right up his driveway and then go to the path that's on my new property. And they do their bike. They walk their dog. They jog, et cetera. And I said, yeah, but it's not that big a deal. Let's let it go on. He goes, well, if you want me to, you, I'll put up a sign saying stay off. And I said, well, I don't be the jerk here that just moved in and do that. He said, yeah, but I'm also afraid that somebody's going to twist their ankle and, or break their leg or something on a rock or a root on this path, and then all of a sudden you're liable for it. And that gave me pause. It almost I, sounds like he wants to do it anyway. Well, that's what that's Biggie the was Biggie saying. Theory. That's what Biggie oh, was saying. Yeah. Was like, yeah. and, and you can blame it on me. Like, I'll be the heavy, the new guy in the neighborhood. Yeah, because when he's going around the cul-de-sac, he can be like, you see what he did? Yep. <laughs> Not letting anybody make a change. Yeah, the new guy. Yeah, new it's guy. the guy from the radio. <laughs> hate that station. <laughs> I live in this neighborhood now. So you tell me, Lisa, if someone were to break their leg on that path, am I liable? Is my homeowner's insurance going to have to pay for their medical bills? Or should I put up a sign that says, please keep off the path? What do you think? Yeah, I think you should put up a sign because the fact that the historical use of the property has been to allow these folks to go through, and if you continue to allow them, then they are not trespassing. They are being voluntarily allowed onto the property, North Carolina just has two distinctions, trespassers and non-trespassers. And you owe a duty to non-trespassers to warn them of any non-obvious dangerous conditions. And if you fail to do that, you have, you know, a hole, a rock, or something that gets covered in leaves, if you fail to do that, then you can be liable and your homeowner's insurance would be contacted and all that. So it could be, it could get messy if there's a non-obvious dangerous condition. You don't have to fix it. The law's a lot of people are surprised that the owner of the premises doesn't have any duty to keep everybody safe and no duty to repair anything or fix any dangerous condition, but you have to warn of it if you know about it and it's not obvious. And especially with paths and the fall leaves and, you know, or grasses that may cover things, you, you should be careful with that. So I, you can change the whole duty by putting up a sign telling people to keep off and then they're a trespasser. And then, then if they're a trespasser, you owe them no real duty except to refrain from intentionally harming them, which is pretty easy to do. Man. Now I've got to be the guy. That's, You're the heavy. i got to be the you got to be the heavy. Now, is a simple no trespassing sign all I need? Yeah. Okay. That's all you need. Well, you know what I'd like to do? I would put up a no trespassing sign, but then in parentheses, I would say, I'm only putting this here so that I don't, you won't <laughs> On the advice me. of my On attorney. the advice of my attorney, my counsel. Put up a moose. You know. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. You know what's going to happen? Somebody's going to wreck their bike trying to read your long sign. Yeah. <laughs> no trespassing. Yeah. Only in the advice of my attorney. Virtual liability. You may not go down this yeah. path. Previously, you could go down this path, but now you may I not. I don't mind you coming here. I just don't want you falling here. <laughs> That's what I'd like to put. My deductible is, you know, go ahead and go on the path if you want to, but at your own risk. Now, Lisa, yeah. could, could I put, like, use this path at your own risk? Does that indemnify Kelly? No. no. Now, once you've once you've allowed them to use it, then you owe them that duty to uh, warn them of any non-obvious dangers. If I were you, I would even go one step further. Unless you're planning to use that path for all your jogging and cycling, then I would change it a little bit. Like, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> Order. Hang on now. Order. Hang on. Lisa, I'll clear this courtroom. <laughs> you remember what radio show you're talking to. Riding and jogging. Right, let's jogging assume yeah. that I am not going to use it for cycling and jogging. <laughs> right. I would, I would do away with it. Okay. I would make it, you know, I would... I would put some impediment, make it no longer a path, so some grass, whatever. I would Oof. I would go one step further and just get rid of the path. That's probably a good idea. Now, what right. do you think, if, if you just had to guess, because it's hard to even ask this because you haven't been there yet, you haven't right. even spent a night in this house. But you know what they say, sometimes you know, if you dam up a stream, water finds a way. Right. What will these people do who are used to going this way? Where will they go? Boy, they would have to just turn around and go back. If I really were to make sure that no one could come through there, they have to go back and then go to a more major road to get down to the Greenway. They're all going to the Greenway, and it's just a quick cut through to the path, and it's just a you know a quick. There's no other way unless you go to the main. You got to go to the main road, which is a two lane road, you know, a mile and a half from my house. But it's a mile and a half out of the way. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I would oh say God, so. You're yeah. not going to get someone killed, are you, by sending them to a main <laughs> yeah, road? Yeah, <you're, laughs> they're going to get killed on the main road now. Oh, man. I Look what you did. I feel terrible. <laughs> Reporters, there's like, somebody blocked off the path <laughs> that the man was forced onto a busy highway. We knocked on his door, yeah. but he wouldn't come to the door. <laughs> we went, we're live with the man in his hospital room. Now his jaw is wired shut. <laughs> Poor kid. Just scratched out some notes on a dry erase yeah. board. Kid just some evil blocked the path off. <laughs> oh, God. This could be real trouble. I'm just not sure what to it's do. It's just some kid yeah. wants to walk his dog on a path, and yeah. you're going to send him out to the two-lane road? Some little cherub-faced kid yep. who's about 10 years old walking his dog, walking a black lab. You're out send him there. out to the 45-mile-an-hour zone. Well, now, right. in your neighborhood, you know, it's aesthetics, too. If you put up a no-trespassing sign, uh -huh. you can't get one of those black and red ones. Those uh, are kind of tacky. I think Lisa may be right. Maybe I should put a fountain. Or a, a fountain. I, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what to put out there. You know, I'm just not sure. Just block it. Yeah, so, block it. Because mm. you're, are you, I assume you have an HOA. They may not even allow you to put up a no trash. But, you know, a lot of those places won't allow signs. Yeah, you're right. Why don't you take your life size John Elway cut out? <laughs> yeah. And just put it at the end of the path. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Yeah, what? Like, yeah, what the hell is this? Let his big head block The Hall of Famer says, take the long way. <laughs> if you're a champion like me, you'll go around. Turn around. <laughs> you know, I have a big old... Uh, Huge, uh, my own face that's enormous. You got too. a fat head. I could, yeah, I got a fat head of my own face. Maybe I could put like a thought bubble coming out of my mouth saying, Hey, maybe you want to take another way around. Yeah. Yeah. Do it that way. I don't know. <laughs>
Let's yeah. see what we, what happens, Lisa. We'll see where it goes. Well, that is not good. I know. I first I thought, yeah, that could happen. Then I thought, oh no, they're trespassing. But the now we know legally, no, they are not trespassing, and I'm at fault there. Because we talked about we we guessed earlier that yes. someone can walk on your property. Yes. That's not trespassing. That's exactly right. That's exactly what Lisa they can says. knock on your door. Of course. But when you ask them to leave, they have to. <sighs> Let's go next to the man in Miami, Florida, who's looking for some recourse. He took his car in for service to the BMW dealership, and he says that they crashed his BMW while they had it in their possession. He gets it back, and it's got all sorts of leaks when it rains and all sorts of things. Mm. And now he's got photographic evidence that, indeed, they crashed the vehicle. It's been a a huge fight for him to try to get the car back. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. We have some great audio here from uh, Laren Livingston from News 5 Miami. Laren is their investigative reporter and he first went to the dealership, and then he went to the mechanic's shop where they sent the vehicle. And while he was there, a mechanic or somebody who worked there came out and said, you need to get out of here. You know, oh, you can't be filming. Oh, that's good stuff when you get the confrontations on camera. This is the confrontation, and Laren Livingston says... He backs down from no one? Yeah, this is who I am. Repairs have been made from the crash, but without his permission... I never give you authorization to fix it. Why they never give me the choice to choose where I want my vehicle to be fixed? Moments later, and we hey, never how got you it. doing? How you doing, buddy? Hi. 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 I'm Don. I'm Laren hey, Livingston. Hey, we, we can't be just filming without permission <laughs> on, our, on our property, right? That man told us multiple times he wasn't involved with the dealership, but asked us to leave. Once at the dealership... Oh, you're not filming, are you? Yes, sir. Okay, you need to take it outside because there's, there, there's no cameras allowed here. Did you catch that? <laughs> Laren does it back down. I'm Laren Livingston. <laughs> and you're not. Hi, what? I'm Anthony. I'm Laren Livingston. Yeah, the TV guy. You've heard of me. You know who I am. I'm Laren Livingston. <laughs> and you're on Livingston Live. Oh, no. It's him. You just got Laren. <laughs> In 1980, that would have carried some weight. It really would have. But now... I love how he did that. Guy's like, I'm Carlos. Hey, man. I'm Laren. Livingston. Laren. Livingston. Whoa. Clearly, my reputation precedes me. Ah, Laren. I love this guy. You're going to have to leave. You should do that in court, please. I'm Lisa. I'm Lisa. I'm Lisa. You should know. Yes, I'm going to do that. Hello, Judge. I'm sure you're familiar with my work. You know my work. <laughs> well, with Laren Livingston on his side, surely he has a legal case here, Lisa. Tell us about it. What do you think? He, he does. He does. In this shop, I mean, first of all, they send out a mechanic to test drive his vehicle who has a suspended license from all of his crazy speeding tickets. And things. I love it. I love it. And then, and then that guy rear ends somebody and he causes like a 10 car pile up on the freeway. Oh. So the way, the way this guy figures out that something has happened is he starts getting calls that his insurance company has claims pending against it from all these other motorists that were in this 10 car pile up. Mm. So he calls over there and he goes, Hey, what's going on? I haven't heard from you guys in over a week. They say, oh, I don't know. You know, we've, we've meant to call you, but, you know, there was an accident. But they, they had already repaired the damage, so he didn't even get to see it. They were trying to repair it before he saw it, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. So the repairs were partly underway. But so typically in Florida where this happened, 
when you entrust your vehicle to someone else, usually the insurance follows the vehicle. But lucky for this guy, there's an exception when you entrust it to a mechanic. It's called the shop rule. And under the shop rule, the mechanic's garage policy has to take care of everything. So all these people that were injured in the 10-car pileup should direct their claims to the mechanic's insurance, not this guy. Okay. That's good work. And it was the mechanic that Laren Livingston. I'm Laren Livingston. Mm, he was on that now. <laughs> Unless the shop doesn't have it. Exactly. Insurance. Yeah, they might not. And Carlos said, well, you're going to get out here and not film. And Laren yeah. well, okay. We're going back over to the dealership. Mm-hmm. And then, by the way, the mechanic showed up at the dealership. And once again, they said, yeah, stop. You have to stop yeah. filming. Laren's a pit bull, man. He goes after you. Sounds like it. I loved his yeah. whole his whole thing from the moment. Hey, I'm Carlos. I'm Laren Livingston. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Laren, fantastic. 